As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Maths Hysteria, a podcast all about married at first sight with me, Omar Abid, Sarah Clark, at Sarah Clark Celebrates on Instagram, and Claire Limmer Abid. Claire's back! Yay! You didn't miss me. What's I did, Sarah day? did, yeah. <laughs> I live with you, so. <laughs> I missed you. Oh, thank you. Missed you too. It was a good episode though. Oh, thank you. I enjoyed thank you. listening, even though it was depressing. I know, there wasn't any happy news, but we tried to laugh around it. <laughs> <laughs> laugh at other people's missiles, Schadenfreude. <laughs> I was going to say it's a weird feeling now because this show completely takes over your life, especially mm-hmm. if you have a two-week, two-weekly podcast, mm-hmm. bi-weekly podcast. Yeah. But we're in the final straight. This is, there's only the next week. Next week and then, and then it's, it's done. it. Because mm-hmm. in the teaser, we saw them doing their... Fine. You watched the teaser? I saw a tiny bit of the teaser as I was Whoa. diving for the remote. <laughs> <laughs> of them in their like wedding outfits yeah, again. Mm. Slow motion walking through a forest. Yeah. And all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Dramatic music. So got all that to come, but yeah. Yeah, and then it's over, isn't it? I know. But so I much can happen though before then. It can. I've heard rumours of another big twist I thought you say another couple and that's exactly <laughs> what I thought you were going to say for fuck's sake intruder couples <laughs> week nine <laughs> what have you heard a rumour about a twist well no yeah I've, I've heard that there's I don't know specifically what it is but there is actually something at the very end of the series because to be honest it feels like since Thomas and Ross left which was only a just two days ago <laughs> 48 hours ago yeah. <laughs> it does feel like everyone sort of Omar, that was literally 48 hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's been really boring since then. I wouldn't call it boring. I think no, it's, it's not qu- been boring. No. It's just, it's like we spoke about on uh, Tuesday's episode before the commitment ceremony when we thought they were going to leave. Yeah. That, you know, it's they're, they're the ones that everyone's invested yeah. in. Anyway, before we come to all that, because I wanted to say this, the big news of the week, I don't know if you know this, Claire, but you'll, you'll be excited. Okay. Uh, Girls Allowed are reforming. Are they? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Are they? Yeah. The radio was on before this and they were playing the promise. What? I was yeah, I heard it. the promise. I, I heard that. Oh. Yeah. It's quite sad though because Sarah Harding passed away. Yeah. There's only four of them. Oh. Okay. Well, all the bands have come back together because Steps was Step were touring. Step. Mm-hmm. Steps <laughs> were touring. Uh, S Club. 
weird don't know how many yeah there's like three or something um, JLS were they? Apparently. JLS five mm-hmm. were they doing it? probably Backstreet Boys In <gasps> Sync. Mm-hmm. probably I don't think In Sync were no they did they did um, they did something with Justin? yeah because oh. there were lots of memes going up going round about them about how the uh, the gay ones aged the best <laughs> <laughs> better than JT? Yeah. Wow. JT's about to get cancelled. Is he? Well, Britney's book's out. Oh, yes. Yeah. Anyway, this podcast is not <laughs> this podcast is not about Britney. Are we going to branch out into celeb news? <laughs> Should we get to maths? <laughs> okay. Well, before we get on to this week's episodes, we should also say that, Claire, you missed out on interviewing Mel. I know. Can you believe that? She I can because you've frequently expressed a deep hatred for her. <gasps> Don't say that, Mel listens. We it's not Mel. true, Mel. I know I was always got to miss it, but yeah. I was not in I was not able to do it, so Yeah. That's and we didn't want to I was gutted. We didn't want to coercively control you and yeah. make you do it <laughs> against your will. Yeah, it was um trick you. Yeah, it's for a special episode, coercive control special, which we're gonna release this Sunday. It'll have an interview with Mel, lots of practical advice about uh, if you're in a coercive relationship, if you f- think one of your friends is, um, then also we're talking to comedian and barrister Chris Keogh about the legal side of things. So mm. hopefully it'll be useful for I people. Think, yeah, it's really interesting. Practi- yeah, yeah, really practical one. Yeah, it should be should be good. Because normally we're no help at all. <laughs> <laughs> we just told people about girls allowed. <laughs> That's true. All right then. Well, we'll start with the commitment ceremony, and I guess since we didn't hear from you, Claire about mm. Monday night's episode and Thomas and Ross breaking up. Let, let's start with, I mean, they left, which was sort of what we predicted. Well, it was what we predicted. Yeah. <laughs> so that was Tuesday night. Yeah. Commitment. Sorry. Right. What did you make emotionally of Ross and Thomas, like, ending things? Yeah. Well, it, I mean, everybody was sad, wasn't it? You could see everybody in that room was crying. Yeah. Charlene was crying. Yeah. They were all really moved by it. And we've talked about Ross's honesty before, haven't we? And, I felt for her in that moment having to be that honest because she obviously felt like she had to say that about the I do want kids but not with Thomas and that was the final straw wasn't it so she obviously felt she had to be honest about it but because he he was still he was still in there saying you know I want to fight for you I know but did you hear what he said he said oh I thought maybe it was just the you were having cold feet or I thought maybe it was confusion I didn't realise it was that and he looked really hurt and I like we've said we do respect her honesty but that's a really hard thing to hear and what I didn't quite understand she said you are the most beautiful genuine person I've ever met can two things be true like you know my favorite phrase <laughs> can it be true that somebody is the most beautiful genuine person you've ever met and you don't see them potentially being the father of your children to cut it off and be like i don't know yeah do you think but this can? is what i said to you isn't it? she's just not that into this is him. what yeah Claire's I, and we've, we've, we've known it really haven't we we have known it that she's not that into him really I think we've I always known it at the it. beginning at the beginning but then it was like oh they are into each other it's, it's yeah but that's why it's a sh- that's why everyone's so sad it's not been like a case of one's more committed than the other no she she wasn't into him to start with and then it seemed like she really was yeah and, and we- obviously that is sometimes that is unexplainable isn't it you can't really put your finger on what essence. it is yeah but it wasn't there for her and then I think it does take like a catalyst to bring that type of relationship to an end. Which was the homestay. Which was the homestay. It's that thing of, 
I'm going to have to make a decision soon because this is coming to an end. And I think that's panicked her a little bit because really she probably knew what her decision was. Well, she did, didn't she? And then when they sat on the sofa, because they had been one of the most genuine couples, it was almost like we were watching, we were like flies on the wall of watching mm-hmm. a couple genuinely break up. So I think everybody was crying because it wasn't a performance. It wasn't, yeah. a, it didn't feel like it was an experiment or a TV show. It felt like you're watching a couple break up in a cafe or at home, you know, like you were yeah. actually seeing it happen before your eyes. Yeah. But I do think... Is you two hung around a cafe watching. <laughs> 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 oh Are they breaking up or is that a proposal? Because I'll be yeah. in there if it's a Excuse proposal. Excuse me, I'm a very astute businesswoman. And as a wedding celebrant, I'm sniffing around if anyone's together. Oh dear, now get back together, I'll marry you. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's really hard because I think telling somebody, I think Thomas's self-esteem, I mean, we've seen him now, he's looking quite hench on Instagram. I think he's absolutely yeah. fine. But he's talked about being rejected by women and previous girlfriends. And I thought it was really sad because being told by somebody that you're not like father material, like that's quite a hurtful thing to hear, I think. Yeah. Because it's quite a lot about your character rather than we don't quite match on this or our energies are different. Like, I'm not sure that's a very nice thing to... I understand her being honest, but was it was it necessary? I, I yeah. wonder if she could pinpoint what it... She probably couldn't. No. Because what you would think... Thomas seems like he'd be very, very good. Exactly. Father material. That's what I don't yeah. get. He's he's so solid and dependable and lovely, and they've grown together. I just I know we've talked a lot about Thomas and Ross, but I don't understand how he she can find him to be so beautiful and genuine and supportive, and then not see those as like dependable traits you'd look for in a long term partner and potentially have a family together. Those are the traits you do look for, or most yeah, women yeah. would. So I yeah. don't quite get where the disconnect is unless like you were saying Claire is just there's that like you can't quite put your finger on it yeah. essence of she doesn't fancy him quite enough and she's picturing this like myth- mythical father figure in her I keep saying father figure you know what I mean like he's the father <laughs> yeah. not to her yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Again. <laughs> but in terms of you know potential like yeah. baby daddy I don't I don't I don't quite yeah, I, I, could, I was getting a disconnect between what she was saying and how they've been together and how he is as a person mm-hmm. and then that full rejection of like you're not right mm-hmm. but like we said Omar maybe she just needs to be on her own for a bit yeah mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's that but Thomas is going to do alright he's going to do absolutely fine <laughs> but he was really upset and like oh, seeing him cry awful. yeah he was. Uh, he said didn't he was heartbroken yeah which you could see his speech was quite nice about like a, it's taken a lot of work to to bring the walls down I don't want to put them back that up that was lovely yeah. and, women know. all over the country <laughs> dusting off their wonder bras <laughs> their stilettos <laughs> no I think he'll be a real catch coming out of this yeah yeah. so then on the couch with I don't know if we'll talk about every couple because I can't really remember what every couple said yeah we're going to jump around a bit I yeah. think aren't we but um, JJ and Ella when they were on the couch um, JJ said something to Ella that was I wrote it down because he said or he was almost talking to the experts actually he said no matter who Ella was with I don't know if they could make her happy because she's not happy herself mm. and that was quite a like sobering moment because Ella looked really sort of I don't know if thrown by it was the right word because she looked like it was hitting a nerve and it maybe was yeah. true to an extent and you can see those two really aren't like communicating very well or they're not quite hitting the sort of stages they thought they would when they yeah. first were attracted to each other yeah I think it's everything he said is right because someone who's secure doesn't go looking up his ex 
and then upon seeing his ex dye their hair which is debatable wow. because I actually think that's a wig it that's was a wig right. it was a wig okay. yeah okay. and then you you did some detective work on Twitter didn't you I could see a really it. fine mesh yeah. on the yeah. Um, but yeah it doesn't stop it being a bit creepy <laughs> yeah it's like yeah, it actually no. suits her and everything I'm, yeah we don't like to comment on people's people's looks because you know Oh no, she's always gorgeous. But it was like you don't you don't look up what colour hair your ex yeah. mainly had. Oh, and no. your, sorry, your your partner's exes mainly had, and then tie your hair that colour. It's, yeah. it's the reason for doing it that's that's suspect. Yeah, isn't it? And but then, she looked amazing. And then the whole uh, oh, you say abusive things to me when you when you're drunk, Ooh. like my ex is better looking than you yeah. anyway, which wasn't true. She said. He said spiteful, didn't he? he said yeah. you can be quite spiteful. And did he say cruel? Was it cruel or was it abusive? I don't think he said no, abusive, no, but disrespectful. Some, yeah, something. I think he might like have said that. she she abuses him or. Oh, okay. But it's so such a shame. Abuse, right? It's such a shame because you can see, you can always see, like when you're looking in where people are going wrong, mm-hmm. very easily. But when you're in it, it's very hard yeah. to break habits. And you always wonder, like, if people were looking in on your relationship, there'd be really obvious <laughs> things that you're doing where they'd be like, they always oh, do really, that. you should stop <laughs> disappearing for three days at a time. <laughs> oh, yeah, you should stop doing that. <laughs> but when you're looking in, it's like, come on, Ella, all he wants you to do is just, like, rein yourself in a tiny bit. Keep that amazing character. Keep that big energy. But, like, he just doesn't like you slating him when you're drunk. And, and, he, yeah. and, and it goes the other way, sorry. He, she wants more from him that he's not giving her. So he just needs mm. to be a little bit more affectionate. And- yeah, but I feel like... I felt a bit sorry for JJ, which is un- unusual. Because <laughs> I almost felt nothing for JJ <laughs> throughout the previous six weeks. Now he's actually explaining himself quite well, and he's quite considered in what, he's, what he says. He's also quite gentle. I think I've said before that he's quite, like, childish or quite... I can't remember how I described it, but there is like a gentleness to him where when he explains himself, he sort of considers mm. and takes his time and tries not to hurt her feelings. Like, mm-hmm. I would give him that. Yeah, it's been surprising actually. I think he's he's in some cases been quite quite impressive in the ways he's handled things. But I felt he was getting a bit of a short end of the stick of like Ellen gets shit faced and says nasty things. But he needs to work on the fact that he's not like mm, giving up he, constant affirmation. And yeah, stuff. that affirming her every day. Yeah, was it's like, the and advice, it seems like it? all we've seen of him is saying, "Yeah, I like you, really nice." <laughs> you know, and, and then it wasn't just about the looks. It was like, "Are you really yeah. kind? Do you light up a room?" Yeah, and all this stuff that I said was like sounded cliched, but mm. he, he has been. That's the only things I can think of of him saying. About I guess him. the reason, I guess they were trying to get ahead, the experts were trying to get ahead of what is the reason that Ella goes out and gets shit-faced and is inappropriate. I think it's because she's looking for validation or attention or trying to fill a void. And so they were like, if we can get ahead of that and have yeah. JJ give her more affirming like stuff, <laughs> sentences, <laughs> actions, then maybe she wouldn't feel the need. Yeah. So it's not that like... I don't know. I think they were just trying to get the root cause. Yeah. Yeah, but just it runs a lot deeper than that, doesn't it? Like, in reality, if if you've got, you know, some trauma or some issues that are quite deep, yeah. and there probably are with Ella, Yeah. so in reality, your partner affirming you every day may be helpful, but it runs deeper than that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be fix fix no. those deeper issues. I don't think so. And also, it makes me wonder what JJ's after because I think Ella is. She'd probably describe herself as quite high maintenance. And you know, there's that bit in Friends where Monica's called high maintenance and Chandler, R.I.P. Matthew Perry. <laughs> Chandler says, "But I love maintaining you." Do you remember mm. that bit? And so I guess like, is JJ the sort of guy who wants to have a high 
maintenance sort of woman which mm-hmm. Ella maybe is and she needs that constant affirma- like affirmation yeah. confirmation because some people like that they want somebody that they can sort of yeah. yeah, that's the dynamic. He's got but, his little man bag full of spare lipsticks. <laughs> <laughs> but then JJ sort of hinted at the fact that he maybe was with somebody who had an alcohol dependency problem or something, and did similar things when drunk. drunk. Well, interestingly, we spoke about this, didn't we? That uh, JJ, who came on insisting he wanted a different, yeah. a different type. Not only has he gone for the same type of look that he used to go yeah. for, same problem, same, same problem, problems. Yeah. And actually, to be fair to him, because he deserves to like break free from that, he was saying like, "I don't want to be in this situation again." He said that yeah. a couple of times, mm. and he's yeah. all, it sounds like he'd made himself a bit of a promise. Mm-hmm. And now he feels like yeah. he might be breaking it. I think he wants to run a mile. Yeah, right. and there's a lot of body language where he's sort of leaning away from her mm-hmm. and sort of being Which, non-committal in what he says. Yeah, Which, and to I be think fair, I know we'll go to this, but I think that showed a lot on final dates I agree, didn't it I agree. well I was going to say especially on final dates we're on that yacht leaning mm. away from each other because it looked fucking freezing it, so <laughs> it looked so good well should we jump to the final date yeah sure because that did make me laugh yeah. so we the end just of the go inside <laughs> <laughs> so cold I don't give a fuck about structure anymore we've only got three days <laughs> throw them to the wind and I feel like there was a missed opportunity and I this is I don't know if this is unfair but JJ when they got when they first got there there was the bucket of drinks oh, and yeah. JJ said Prosecco or no Secco yes and she said oh it's our final day I'll have a Prosecco and I was like oh this could have been your chance to show yeah. willing and have a no Secco mm-hmm. just to show that you've been listening yeah. I'm not saying she needs to give up alcohol I'm not saying do you know what I mean it's all personal yeah. but I think that would have shown him that she'd been listening yeah do you think they always do that on these dates where, you know, they often set up the ice bucket and the food and the what have you. Yeah. And it always looks like they're drinking Prosecco or champagne, like, all the time. Yeah. Do you think they do that as standard, one of each? No, I think they probably want to get them a bit drunk and have them say yeah. anything. Oh, yeah. So do you well, think they did that differently? Oh, I think that was on purpose. On purpose, yeah. just for their date. Yeah. yeah, but I bet there'll be people, because if you imagine, I don't know if there have been <laughs> any any Muslim participants... I don't think so. But there might be people who, for whatever reason, yeah. don't want to drink. Portia said she didn't drink, didn't Right, yeah. yeah. So I guess on they know, yeah. especially after the first couple of weeks of filming, it's like, oh, it's Portia's day, so there's no point in having alcohol. But just so generally... Portia played spin the bottle dead exactly. sober. Well, <laughs> so we'd be led to believe... Oh my God, you heard it here first. <laughs> Has anyone in the history of the world ever played spin the bottle completely sober? <laughs> you, you heard it here first seven weeks after <laughs> <laughs> We're really quick on this. No, podcast. I think we did say that at the time. Oh, okay. Anyway, I I, I thought that was a placement for that purpose. I thought that they put the no second yeah. the so he could ask the question. I wasn't sure what she'd say. I think it was a shame that she she oh, said no. the wrong one. Maybe. Yeah. Well, it leads to a broader question as well about we were talking about the final dates being set up for them. It sort of takes a lot out of it if cause yeah. basically it's not like Jordan rang up that uh, amusement park and said oh, I need to book out the full amusement park <laughs> can you sort out the ducks as well I'm going to get all the ducks and I'm going to ride something I thought that with every single was day because so it was so, we'll come to Peggy but it really made me laugh and Peggy was like oh my god look what you've done I was like he didn't do any of it <laughs> no of course he didn't and then yeah when Jordan and Erica got to that bench and she was like oh wow and I was like he hasn't made those sandwiches he, hasn't, <laughs> he didn't like, even put that stuff there he's no. too busy on the ride <laughs> But I get, do you think they come up with the concept? I would like to think so. They have Maybe. to come up with the idea, surely. I think so. Yeah, probably, probably. Which of those dates would you most like to have gone on? 
I cold think what we had. A really cold yacht. No. Pottery, pottery making <laughs> and a clay <laughs> fight. <laughs> um, Adventureland closed. Or That's what else was cinema. there? Oh, the oh, cinema. Oh, the cinema one was quite sweet. But it depends what we're watching. I don't want to watch a film of you talking. No, neither do I. <laughs> you were cringing so oh, Sorry, I did think that was cringe. Did you think that was cringe? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I thought it was nice for... We are really jumping around. Should we talk yeah, about Paul sorry. and Tasha? We are. I thought it was really nice for Paul to hear that from Tasha. It would be cringe in some scenarios, but he hasn't heard much how she feels about him and she can't say it in person because it's too icky for her to say mm. in person or she's yeah. not quite there yeah. so to have it pre-recorded and I think it was really nice for Paul to hear yeah. and he's had a bit of a difficult week with her in the lead up yes mm. so actually I thought that was really nice mm. you um so just make it flippant again <laughs> <laughs> sorry you, it's getting you, too sincere too deep yeah. <laughs> of my steps in it was uh, you like a big earring <gasps> oh that was at the commitment yeah. set. I mean I love a big earring and I love a hoop remember I had some amazing hoops and I lost one and I was Aww. absolutely devastated you don't wear one and be a pirate yeah. <laughs> I might do because they are good hoops the thing but about, they were too big well the size of those earrings were obviously impactful but I don't think they were meant for anyone sitting down because when she <laughs> yeah. sat down they were coming off her shoulders yeah. and going back up into her face whereas if you're walking around a dinner party maybe they can sway a little bit more yeah. my, my friend texted me and was like you better mention those earrings on the <laughs> so Katie here it is <laughs> how do you feel about the whole discussion on the couch with them about um, Tasha and the, the conflict that they'd had at homestays because a, a lot of chat online has been well, they'd never really got to what actually happened there and it was all sort of glossed over and Paul didn't bring up mm. any concerns or anything like that. I don't I don't remember what they talked about. On yeah, the couch. I, I don't just really felt, remember it. Well, this is it. It just felt like quite forgettable. Yeah, it was a that was quite a big event in their relationship mm. and. It ne- it was never really. It was just treated with Paul saying, "Yeah, it's, we had some difficulties and we've dealt with it." You know, it wasn't really mm. gone into in any real depth. Paul always really has her back, though. I don't think not that you shouldn't be open on the couch, but when when his friends have criticised her, or when other people have criticised her at dinner parties, or when things have brought up with the experts, he, they do seem like quite a team mm-hmm. in public. Yeah. And I think you, I don't think you'd get much criticism from Paul of her. I think he really has. Uh, well, even when she had her fight with Erica and he very much supported it, even though he couldn't understand what had <laughs> happened. So maybe it's just his support where he doesn't go into too much. One moment at the commitment ceremony, which I found interesting, and they weren't even on the couch, was Jordan and Erica. Laura and Arthur were talking and Laura was saying about the anonymous letter. Oh, yes. And she was saying, basically what she was getting at was... All the bad stuff was written by Jordan. Jordan went, actually, Erica wrote that bit. And everyone turned to Jordan and basically went, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Even Charlene was like, pack it in. Yeah, (laughs) I know, but I wonder what was cut out there. A lot was cut out. Yeah, because Charlene said something like, we'll come to your relationship when you get to the couch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was thinking, oh, it's descended into a conversation about them, perhaps. If you remember when Georges was quite chivalrous and did said, Peggy wrote the good bits, yeah. and then Jordan was like, Erica wrote the crap bits. <laughs> that was her. <laughs> Threw her under the bus, as they like to say on her. I just wonder whether he hasn't got that filter. He's, I mean, it sounds patronising, but he is quite young, isn't mm-hmm. he? Like 24, 25. And I think sometimes he says things in his own defence and then they don't land very well and then he realises what yeah. he's done and so yeah. I think he maybe was just defending himself and then he realised he was actually throwing his own partner his own yeah. wife yeah. completely under the bus because really what does it matter 
does it matter that much if Laura thinks it was you above thinking it was Erica? Yeah. Surely that doesn't matter as much as you supporting each other. Yeah. Which I don't think if he'd sat and thought about it, he'd agree agree with you. He would. But in the moment, he maybe just blurted. He wanted it to be right. We have lots of blurters, because obviously Arthur will come to Arthur (laughs) with his blurting. (laughs) So yeah, so Erica and Jordan weren't even on the sofa at that point. No, No. and then when they they did get on the the sofa, it was... was, what did they say? Yeah, I can't quite I remember. Feel like the whole commitment ceremony is such a blur. This is very, <laughs> this is very professional of us. But I've just got final dates and dinner party in my head, and the commitment yeah. ceremony feels like ages ago. I've yeah. got a bit of a block around them on the commitment ceremony couch. Well, they must have talked about the homestay because it came after, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, I remember what it was. Uh, that they were. <laughs> Mel said that they were point scoring because oh, they got into yeah. their usual thing yeah. of just you know. Oh, because Jordan said to Erica, "Well, what have you actually done for oh, me?" Oh yeah, what Do you remember? have you done for me lately? And she was just like, <laughs> she was like, "Are we really going to oh, get into yeah. that? Do you really want to go there? Do you really want to go there?" <laughs> and then Mel's like, "Right, time out. Let's not point score anymore." Like to the experts' credit, it worked almost inten- instantaneously because Paul was like, "Right, shuffle up, put your arm mm-hmm. around her." Let's focus on the good things. And actually yeah. after that, they were quite good. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. funny how those small things can have such a huge impact when you're focusing on like the good or the bad. Yeah, because Paul said... The reframe. Um, yeah. <laughs> Paul said it's, it's impossible to be angry, to be arguing when you're that close mm. with the aunt. I don't know if that's true, but... I know, I was thinking... <laughs> if I was my... that close to Paul, I might not argue. <laughs> <laughs> I think he could still be angry. <laughs> do you think all of those ducks had something written on the bottom? <laughs> Do you not? <laughs> well, we were saying that, like, can I, can I get another? Like, no, just get that, that same one. That exact one there. <laughs> Those three in that corner. It's quite sweet. It I like stuff sweet. like that. It was sweet. I like stuff like that. It was quite sweet. Uh, their final date was nice, I think. Creepy, it went well. Creepy in the, in the closed off. That's why I wouldn't want to do it. You know, when you said before, which final date would you want? Oh. I wouldn't want the fairground one. amusement park. No. It's creepy, isn't it? Nobody else there. It's too weird. And also, when you go to an um, amusement park, when you go to, like, a fairground, part of the fun is, like, the bustle. Mm. And, like, you know. Yeah. The yeah. vibe. The hubbub. Like, a very, very quiet... Like, you know, I'm sure billionaires can close off Disneyland and go in, but would you want to be in a really no. quiet, empty place? You wouldn't want literally nobody there. No. You don't want a queue. Maybe they should have, but hired, you don't want nobody they should have hired some extras. Yeah. <laughs> Not too good looking. <laughs> Drama students pretending to be carny folk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, should we talk about Arthur and Laura then? On the, the commitment ceremony commitment slash final dates? Yes. So I remember at the commitment ceremony, she said to him, you have to meet me halfway. That's she was talking about, she's done a lot of heavy lifting. Mm. Which is true. It's und- is it? Well, it's undeniable that like, if, if she wasn't trying to drive the relationship or talk about things or talk about the future or get, I don't think he'd be bringing up any big conversations. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not, I'm not stating him as a person because I find him hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. But I think she is doing a lot of the sort of manoeuvring them through the experiment. Mm. Yeah, it's true. But some of the things she says just make it sound like it's she's trying to fucking get HS2 built or something. <laughs> it's like some overwhelming it's project. Yeah, that's like, if it's that much effort, why haven't you put leave so far? Every week, commitment ceremony, I did a did a tweet just saying, welcome to another episode of what Arthur did wrong. Yeah. And it's like, it's just getting tired. If, fair enough, she might well be right, and she has done the heavy lifting, but it's mm. like, 
is it worth it? It doesn't seem like it's worth it. And it's but he doesn't seem to have changed especially at any point. I saw, mm. he said something quite sweet when he when he said, Oh, it's gonna be a bit harder for me because it's my personality and my sense of humour. I think for her, let's imagine she'd never been married before. Mm. I think it's a, it would be very different. I think she has seen this as such a... The stakes are bigger. Mm-hmm. She's got into this experiment and she's really trying to show willing and... Are and they... Uh, are they Matt and Adrienne steaks? Yeah. <laughs> I think... Ooh, little steak. Throwback. I feel like... Oh, I didn't even get the joke. <laughs> oh, with the pepper sauce. Um, I think because she's been married before and because she's come into this, and she did say, oh, we didn't take her at her word, but she did say this is my last chance and that's not true. But I think if she hadn't been married before, maybe she would have written leave yeah. because she's like, well, this is a waste of my time. Mm. But she's really trying to show that she's going for a different person and giving it her all and... I think she just I think she has in her head she wants to be the bigger person and give everything 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 until she can give no more maybe we're getting to the point where she can give no yeah. more very soon yeah but Arthur's like a fun sweet person to be be around I don't mm-hmm. think she's sick of him as a person mm. I think she just doesn't feel like he's pulling his weight yeah I mean, he absolutely smashed her with that clay in the face. <gasps> that was <laughs> too much, that bit. I kind of liked that. That was like a lot right in the face. Because sometimes these couples just don't like they're having any fun. Yeah. So I quite like that she really wasn't expecting that. <laughs> and then it turned into... And luckily she took it the right way. Yeah. She could have stormed off. But I think that, I think he... That was a, that's an example of his risky sense of humour. Another one. <laughs> about when they changed glasses and said, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. I think some there's a girl out there who would find Arthur hilarious. Yeah. And he has that niche sense of humour where, yeah, when he said I love you, obviously he's joking. Well, is he? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, don't I, don't, know. I don't know. He said it sort of throwaway, but it wasn't... I mean, we, we, got, we keep saying, but we're going to come to the dinner party and talk yeah. about his sense of humour because it's, it's at once... It's interesting anyway. We'll come, we'll yeah. come to it. Yeah. But I think in the moment, I think he did just say it as a throwaway thing love you and he said without... afterwards in that moment I did love you yeah. <laughs> oh my. and then she was like oh my god just made it so much worse <laughs> yeah, afterwards didn't it at the dinner did. party yeah. but the clay date they, they both seemed to enjoy yeah and it was quite light hearted and obviously everyone's going to make the link to uh, the film Ghost, ghost. Um, it wasn't quite on ghost levels <laughs> <laughs> it was lacking the Patrick Swayze element no that would have been cringe but, if it was um, ghost levels but it was quite a sweet date and I just yeah I think he he could be matched with somebody who just finds him hilarious mm. and just yeah. is a little bit off the wall and just thinks he's brilliant mm-hmm. and he makes her friends laugh because her friends are similar to her whereas I don't think he's going to make Laura's friends laugh <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think that's a safe bet <laughs> well what about George and Peggy George turned up to the commitment ceremony dressed like Michael Douglas in Wall Street <laughs> with the red <laughs> Yeah, and they were very colour coordinators. She had a red dress on, didn't she? Was it red? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, his outfit was brilliant. And there was there was a lot of oh, my family don't approve him. My family don't approve him. And then the music changed. It's like, but I want to stay with yeah. him. Yeah, but he's been standing up for himself, hasn't he? Because I, I do like this about George. He was like. Um, I'm not going to give up my passions and hobbies and I am good enough. Yeah. I'm going to prove it to you. I am good enough. Like, your mm-hmm. family are wrong. And I yeah. like that he he wasn't just taking the absolute beating that he was getting. I mean, that final date was... I've done a, wedi- I've done a wedding in that venue. Really? Where they had their final date. So, oh. Tony was like nudging me on the sofa. <laughs> 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 oh, that's exciting. Yeah, we had almost as many candles. <laughs> there was a lot of candles. There was a lot of candles. <laughs> the bride was a lot more chill. 
But he'd pitched it perfectly. Oh my word, that was right up her strasser. <laughs> Literally, what else could she have wanted? Mm-hmm. But again, it was that funny thing of like, wow, he didn't actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where did he dig our wedding dress out from? Yeah, oh, that's true. He did. Yeah. It, he did stage that bit as if that Must was him. Done and he that got bit. it cleaned or something. Yeah, put it on a creepy mannequin. <laughs> creepy mannequin. <laughs> oh, she likes creepy yes. mannequins. She had one in her room. <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah, that was the perfect date for Peggy. She wants these big, expressive declarations of love. Yes. She wants the like knight in shining yeah, armor. The whole she wants fairy to be able bags. to tell her mum that he pulled ta- it out of the bag. The fairy tale never ends, apart from Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it's seven, I think it's seven to eleven. I think he. he wow. Wow, yeah, seven to eleven. Yeah, well, because people at work, because I, I put on a on a tweet that it was two till five, but then he replied saying it's I think it was seven to eleven. All right. Wow. Because so, people are after work, they're gaming after work, aren't they? Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's a so, lot of gaming. Think though. of the people. <laughs> but then any other time, fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah, I mean, he seems to know how to handle her and manage her and please her because he did nail that final date. Yeah, and he has a lot of patience, and he speaks very highly of her. Like mm. a lot of people, you know, on social media or in discussions, are like finding it very tiresome how often she brings up the gaming or how often she seems to berate him. But he himself really, really yeah. seems to like her. Yeah, I agree. But this goes back to Arthur at the retreat saying, "If I'm not bothered by Laura talking down to me, why is anyone else?" Right. You know, he should still be bothered. Yeah. And also, do you think George really does like her, or do you think he's still sort of saying what she wants to hear? And well, George is—is he another one who's not really been in a serious relationship? No, he yeah, I wonder. I wonder if that's that's. A he's like, wow, having a girlfriend is really hard work. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, wife. <laughs> wife. Yeah. No, I think he does really like her. Yeah. Don't you? Because the effort and everything mm-hmm. is there, and he's putting up with a lot of criticism. Yeah. I was saying to my sisters, it's almost like she's negging him. <laughs> because you know when a guy, it's normally a guy negging a girl. When And the way that he criticises, sorry, the way that she criticises him, it almost makes him like her more and want her more. Mm-hmm. The more we've seen her say that he's not good enough for her, or not in so many words, but you know, his job and his hobbies and her family yeah. don't like him. He's like trying to prove himself more yeah, and more. Yeah. 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 Proper and textbook negging. Yeah. <laughs> but then what happens when these things aren't there anymore you know what I mean what happens when they get to their own lives and they just get on with it and you know these things can't always come back round there's a problem with your hobbies there's a problem with my parents there's a problem with my family Mm. you know eventually those things are going to have to settle at some point I wasn't saying it was healthy (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah I just I just was wondering whether he actually kind of likes that she's hard to get yeah there's been a real challenge and now it's literally like knight in shining armour stuff to try and win her heart and it's all very old-fashioned i've just remembered a final date that i actually would pick yeah that cute little tree house with the hot tub and the slide matt and adrienne's i was like where is this place that's the type of thing i would look for on airbnb it looked gorgeous (laughs) as long as it was pet friendly yeah i think that would be pet friendly yeah that would be a lovely wolves in the woods might not be (laughs) safe for dogs i thought that was such a cute place my only fear was is it fun enough to get the fun side of matt out because you need more of an activity Mm, maybe true um, right. what was, who, who, maybe Clay the Clay yeah. oh no they've already done Matt and Adrienne already did clay making on their honeymoon oh yeah that's oh, when he that said was when she was a show off. off that's when yeah. she said he was a show off and also that's when they made jokes about making like phallic models and bum yeah, models and yeah, boobies yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> now I thought their date was a really cute setup. yeah but then the conversation about 
kids. Who wants kids? Can I say one thing? No. I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that it wouldn't be on your forms that you were adamantly for or against children. He seems like it's been his lifelong dream to yeah. have kids, so he would have put 100% yes. And the way she's been talking about it, unless it's how she's just wording it to Matt, yeah. she must have written very, very unlikely to want children, yeah. slash don't want children at all. So how were they put together in the first place? Well, it's they are, it's yeah, definitely... We've spoken to PCB about this because in the first series of the sort of revamp, uh, Morag and Luke had, oh, yeah. the, had this issue. Yeah. And PCB said, I remember the interview with Morag. She, she said on the programme, I don't want kids. But he said, during the application process, I have a very different recollection right. of what, what, what she said. So mm-hmm. it's something they ask is my point. Yeah. It's, everyone, you know, online is like, why haven't they asked this? It's like, it's one of the most obvious questions yeah. kind of anyone would ask yeah. it. And I think Adrienne is maybe, you know... She's probably put maybe on the form. Yeah. Then she's not 100% feeling it with Matt. So she's yeah. gone like, not a priority. And she said something like, not in my five-year plan. Mm. And Matt, it's just a difficult one, isn't it? I wonder if they're both kind of were not so definite about it in the application process. You know, if they both sort of went somewhere in the middle, yeah. then you yeah. wouldn't see it as being a difficulty in their match, would you? Whereas when it's coming out <laughs> in conversations, it's like, yes, definitely. No, more than likely, no. So, I'm just imagining like they're sat in the hot tub and then like Charlene, Paul and Mel come out from behind a tree. You said in the application, you yeah, yeah. didn't want kids in a lie. I'll tear on this form. We put you to go, it's on page 13. You owe me one child. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which, speaking of children, did anyone pick up on when... Um, George said he wanted two kids. Oh my goodness! And I was Peggy just said gonna say Peggy that. said she wanted one, and Arthur went. So that's three so that's in three. total. <laughs> he said that's three in total. <laughs> I was like, I can't work out if you're joking. I think that's trying to be but funny. That again is the then. sort of humour that some girls would love. I thought that was hilarious. As yeah. long as he was joking, that was absolutely that, comedy I think he gold. Was joking. If he, he was wasn't joking. joking he wasn't joking it's even funnier. Uh, we, we spoke about the the kids thing. It's like this whole thing of changing your mind mm. and firstly no one's really said well what, Matt might change his mind and decide he doesn't want them it always seems to be about people who don't want them changing their mind yeah. to yes. wanting them yeah but I don't think it, dep- it depends on the person that you meet does it I think that's a decision you should have made internally yeah yourself. I find that an interesting approach from Adrienne did you guys yeah. talk about wanting kids or not wanting kids quite soon yeah, from yeah. Um, and this is what we were talking about the other day wasn't it after the episode yeah. if that's not too it's personal like, a question no. for this podcast <laughs> <laughs> let's get personal this comedy podcast <laughs> no but I think because we're older yeah we talked about it sooner whereas I guess for Matt and Adrienne they're younger so maybe there is that thing of do we need to talk about it right now so maybe they don't. Are they early 30s? Yeah, they're not that much younger than when is we met. I don't think Adrienne's 30 yet, is she? I couldn't tell you, but I don't want to offend her, but I thought they were just 30, 31. Yeah, I thought they oh. were like very early early 30s. Might be wrong. Yeah, so you, I suppose you would still talk about it relatively soon. But I, yeah, it seems like a strange um, approach from Adrienne. I haven't met anyone yet who would change my mind. Mm-hmm. And she, I think that puts too much pressure on the other person. It was quite sweet in a way because obviously everyone has their reasons for not wanting kids. Totally legit. But what she said was like annoying. Well, she said, <laughs> she said um, I've done. I've spent too much of my life caring for other people. 
or something to those lines mm. and I was like fair enough yeah. absolutely fair enough but at that, and that same sort of if you're, that's your argument she might have a lovely five years tra- if she was with the right person travelling seeing the world not being a carer and then actually turn around and want children because it's a separate thing from being a carer like it's, <laughs> it's, it's like wanting kids is like a whole other debate and she's almost parceled it up with not wanting to have too much I don't, I don't know maybe they're so similar but it's, I think it was because she'd had to care for her yeah. mum or dad mm-hmm. and maybe like she's fudging her answer because it's I don't know It's maybe it's too brutal to say no definitely not from the Ros school book of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get rid of somebody yeah. and I think there you know I know we talk about the differences between men and women and all that sometimes but there is more pressure it is more unusual or people think it's more unusual for a woman to say no I don't want kids and that's that 100%. it's almost like a woman has to go well and people question it a bit more well you might in future yeah. when you're young now when you haven't met the right person yeah. when you're not married you'll you'll change your mind then you'll change your mind then and it's just often not the case so maybe she is kind of feeling like she has to be a bit you know cagey about our answer but actually she, she probably knows what the answer is but people don't really like to hear that yeah this no. is definitely gendered isn't it and how yeah. you accept it and how easy it is potentially for a bloke to get a vasectomy versus a woman to have any sort of like final yeah. you know i can't remember what it's called i think it puts too much pressure on the relationship that's what I think. And are you going to change your mind? Can I change yeah. your mind? She might not want to change her mind. Maybe, you know... And how long do you give it? Feel, yeah. Do you stay together for six or seven years? Well, this is and it. And then you've got to make a, a decision life, at some point. And then one of you is going to be disappointed. And you can't meet in the middle with a kid. You can't have yeah. half a child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just the, have one on the weekends. <laughs> with the five-year plan, I guess you're like... Or do you reassess your plan every year? You don't do a five years and then reset. I don't know. I don't know. I've never had a five-year plan. We don't even have a five-week plan. No. A couple of people have said five-year plan this week and I thought, oh, fuck, am I meant to have a five-year plan? (laughs) (laughs) I keep hearing about it a lot, but I'm all right. The trick is to write down things you've already done because then you can tick them off. Have a successful (laughs) podcast. Get married. (laughs) Tick, tick. Get a dog. Get a dog. I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sarah, you had something to say about people's entrances <laughs> to the dinner party. <laughs> I just loved the fashion. It was like the Oscars. Hardcore. And I actually made notes because I was just like, these outfits are mad. So Erica almost came in in like a Marilyn Monroe sort of vibe in that oh, like sparkly dress with a, with, a, with a shawl that was like a fur, mm. a fur wrap. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> I thought Ella came in looking a little bit like Cher. 
share because I she said was Abba. wearing a glittered <laughs> jumpsuit and yes. with the dark hair with the boa cuffs and then Laura was in like a cut out blush number which was beautiful that was quite weddingy I thought and then Adrienne was in a structured red sort of like Oscar de la Renta or that maybe like beautiful. Vivian Westwood very structured red dress and then Peggy was in the feathers like everyone went up a notch because sometimes they come into the <laughs> they come into the dinner parties and you're like bloody hell what are they wearing and this time it was like even more spinal and final. then yeah Tasha was in some shimmers with like an off Tasha looked lovely actually because she was quite in like a delicate off the shoulder like literally with some patterns I can't bring that but to mind now the, um, the outfits were amazing that's all I wanted to say you got anything about the men <laughs> no that was so boring <laughs> yeah what were the men wearing no Nathaniel there uh, with the, a suit and no shirt no oh, Arthur was yeah. wearing Arthur was wearing the shirt which had been recommended to him by Nathaniel or bought for him by Nathaniel oh really yeah the white with the holes yes mm. I don't know how I know that <laughs> no I think that. I knew that as well <laughs> Nathaniel styled him that time anyway I'm no fashionista but they just sort of blew me away it was beautiful yeah they were beautiful we're coming back to Jordan sticking his nose in <laughs> oh the honesty oh. box questions because that was part oh, of this yeah. yeah but the experts backed Jordan do you remember because the experts yes. were like well I could see that because Matt wasn't being honest. He was. I think he was being. What do you? What do you want him to do? Like, you know, mm. everyone said, there knows he wants kids, and she doesn't. They've spoken about it with everyone. Yeah. No, no but have not, they said it out loud to the whole group? Because they said it so. on the date. They said it on their final date, and then what? they said it quietly to whoever they were sat with. Yeah, they were talking. But to I you. wasn't sure if everybody knew. And obviously, oh, okay. no relationship's perfect. And he, both of their answers with the honesty box were both like, "Yeah, everything's fine." And, and I think obviously Jordan was getting he was meddling yeah but the experts backed him and was like well he obviously knows that Matt needs some encouragement to be honest well I can, I can believe that Matt does sweep things under the carpet he seems like that kind of type but sometimes that's the appropriate response yeah around a table full yeah. of people about such a big topic yeah He's when given you have a- already spoken about yeah. it with yeah. the person you need to speak to yeah yeah. I don't think either of them were honest though really because then Adrian was like yeah everything's fine and you're like mm, okay that's mm. fine if that's what they choose to do because obviously I always wonder with the honesty box it's not there's a gun to your head you can say whatever you want <laughs> no it's like when people swear on the bible in a courtroom like they don't if they don't believe in the bible then it doesn't mean doesn't anything doesn't mean anything yeah <laughs> you could lie as much as you like yeah. oh my not God. that we condone lying in the court of law <laughs> but it was like but it was like when you open the honesty box it's not like life or death you're not going to yeah. drop it's not like it's like Dr. Evil you're going to drop through the floor into like well, you, yeah so you can think about the person who you're with and how they're going to take what you say but, more than what you say but, because good example being when Erica, Erica took the drink that's exactly what she I was going to say yeah in the game the never have i ever never game. have i ever which really takes me back to like 2005 <laughs> um and i hadn't done anything so i couldn't drink at all um <laughs> and uh she drank and jordan looked livid yeah it's amazing <laughs> she could, how she little could tell. it takes to get, yes. to get, yeah. get someone wound up yes but she could tell so it was like oh come on jordan give her a chance she was being honest yeah and she just had to whisper like oh it was that time when yeah you know you've had a rough patch i think yeah like, yeah yeah, I've been I've defended Jordan quite a lot, but I have also said he goes on a bit, and you know, again, this might be part of his OCD, just getting fixated on mm. fixated on things like it's not that big a deal. Of course, she might have thought about putting leave. Yeah, but, but they didn't seem to cause that bigger 
kind of rupture between them actually but because did it. she had to she had to manage she had to orchestrate the situation she had to gently hold him in and whisper mm. to him it's fine it was about the, she had to manage him mm. mm-hmm. she said it she could feel him turn because they've had a really cute moment then she mm. said it and then he started to like you could tell he was turning into a bad mood or like a, <laughs> or like turning away from her and she had to sort of like gently whisper mm. was that the same question when Laura and Arthur both drank Probably. And Ella and JJ both <laughs> that, drank. That was it. Ella and JJ yeah. was the interesting one. Ella's they both drank Ella's as well. never going to write leave. They both drank. Did she? Mm-hmm. Because that's what I said to you. Yeah, Did they you both point, drink? You pointed out. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So JJ, we know he's thought about leave, I guess, when he's shared those things on the couch about um, when Ella's drunk. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we knew Ella had said she thought she might leave. JJ's body language, there was a point near the beginning of the dinner party where somebody was asking them about the future... Oh, it was Jay, it was Jordan and Erica, I think. and he was just leaning away from oh, yeah. Ella, and she said, "I would be willing to move to London," and he didn't say anything. They <laughs> just literally didn't. Respond. He didn't even go, "Oh, cool, thanks," yeah. or "That's nice to hear," or like, "Don't, I'm not that into you." Yeah, he just said nothing. Yeah, well, that would be exciting. Can or, you imagine? You know, if let's think about it a yeah. bit more. Or yeah, and, literally nothing. And this is what I mean about looking in on a relationship. Like, it's easy for us to look in and go, "Silence speaks volumes." Run, mm. Ella, run, because he's not that into you. But when you're in it, you're like, yeah. "Oh well, maybe he still <laughs> likes me. Maybe yeah. he's happy I'm moving to London." He didn't say a word. I know. And then it was compounded by Jordan and Erica, like, kissing. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) They were snogging away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd forgotten forgotten about those uh, those pre-honesty box games, like the, the... sexual fetish things and George was just like I like to be rimmed oh yeah <laughs> do you know what I thought he was doing like a comedy callback but nobody on the show had seen him with the mum I thought he was doing a comedy oh, callback to, yeah, so yeah. actually he was saying that dry yeah well yeah people <laughs> got, he was going oh, I'm not joking I know I know and then wasn't there a foot fetish was that Arthur that, that was, was Arthur, Arthur. But he didn't voice up no, no no unless we just didn't see it but when did Arthur drop the bombshell because this is what's got me cross with Arthur oh that right. was another question when did he drop the bomb oh yeah one of the questions was when was your last date yeah before did you George came on the show that? I think I think so. George asked that didn't he yeah maybe and everyone was we actually we didn't hear everyone else's reply no and I'm guessing, no, he only heard I'm guessing it would have been like oh three months ago or six months ago I've not been I've not been on a date since my serious relationship I don't know what everyone else's were to give context yeah. and then Arthur said about a week ago <laughs> <laughs> which is Harrison levels yeah yeah well no but only because Harrison's so much worse yeah it's, it's it's in the same ballpark. Coming into a show when you know you're getting married, having just literally gone on a date the week before, yeah. shows absolutely zero commitment to the yeah. process. We, zero. Don't, we don't know if, if Arthur's got a 21-year-old on the outside like Harrison. But yeah, <laughs> it's just, it was the same thing, wasn't it? Isn't and everyone's reaction. And I really felt for Laura because I think she was already teetering. And then she was like, I can take that your humour is a little bit off. But for you to be like <laughs> literally coming into this with... Like, what? I know. It just baffles. It baffles you, doesn't it? I don't really. A week, but also is, that you girl, know what you've signed up yeah, for. So what is the point? A, yeah, the girl he went on a date with. Did she know he was going in? If it'd gone well, what would have happened? Yeah, that's what I said. What was he planning to do if he decided he really liked that girl? And then what? Probably, just say, hopefully, you know, don't pack your bags, but just wait for me. Yeah, I'll be back. stay in the process because we know he's, he's between places at the moment. Stay in the <laughs> process. Yeah, yeah. Then, approximately then, ten weeks. Yeah. Do you live anywhere near Milton Keynes? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, because I do think his humour is quite endearing and like with the right person, but that just shows like a real level of like, sorry, a lack of mm. commitment, a lack of understanding, an immaturity. Yeah. But his, his jokes themselves weren't bad jokes. No. There was like things like, oh, was it in the Minkley bit when they were saying, oh, what's your, what's been your uh, favourite moment? <laughs> he said JJ coming yeah, back. Yeah, JJ coming <laughs> Oh, that was but quite funny. It, it was. was quite funny, but it for was. some reason it didn't land. Yeah. It didn't land. Is and it I the think- problem is what does he then follow it up with? Because we actually don't know what he then followed it up with, do we? Mm-hmm. So it's fine to go, oh, JJ coming back, haha, how funny. Then what did he follow it up well, like, with that law that he could actually kind of, you know, win Laura back a little yeah, bit? Yeah, because he just went, oh, I was joking, I was joking. Yeah. Yeah, I think I do find him quite funny. Mm-hmm. But I think Laura needs so much from him because she's like meet me halfway do some of the heavy lifting so like the constant jokes he's just not proving any sincerity mm. and yeah. then to say you went on a date a week before again <laughs> seems so insincere and, la- and like lack of yeah. commitment so like yeah. you can be a funny guy <laughs> as long as you're also like meeting her what she needs but yeah. because he's doing neither yeah. the, the jokes become that much more infuriating yeah. and mm. especially when they're like not kind of not kind of landing like when uh, you can't read a room no <laughs> but nor can I so I do sympathise <laughs> <laughs> when uh, Matt and Adrienne were doing their honesty box thing and yeah. Matt had asked about, you know was asked what to change about her and she was asked the same thing and she said no I'm, I'm happy and uh, Arthur was just like alright next come on let's move it, yeah, move it along yeah. it was like oh, people are already pissed off and you can't keep going it's like yeah but he's you know he's enjoying his red wine and he was was enjoying I can't dislike him I just well I can I can dislike him when he said about the date thing that Mm. that was what yeah that's not good that turned it but his humour is quite funny it's just it's not Laura's humour well I think on paper all the stuff he said I think there was something else as well that he well, he interrupted Tasha, didn't oh, he? Of course, and that was of like course. the like but what that's did he the ha- final straw. What did he actually <laughs> say? Can you remember? He interrupted she Tasha was... at the worst yeah. moment. Oh, when she said she wasn't in love, but was yeah. Like... So do you? I think the question was: Are you in love with him? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. And then he interrupted, but she was about to say, "But I'm falling yeah. in love." Yeah. So I don't no, I'm not. What he said though. But it was just the worst timing it because then terrible, there was yeah. a huge pause and then Tasha took the time to address... So it was left hanging. <laughs> no, I'm not in love with Paul. Yeah. And that must have been left hanging for a good two, three minutes because then Arthur interrupted. Then Tasha and Arthur had like a... Well, Tasha had a... I was going to say back and forth, but it was just forth. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then she said... And you ruined my moment because I was about to say yeah. I am falling in love with yeah. him. Yeah, it was a such comedy. The timing. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was funny. I can't remember what he said though. No, no, I can't remember what Arthur said. And then Paul came back with such a sweet <laughs> sort of to diffuse. Is yeah. diffuse the right yeah. word? Like to diffuse the bomb, to diffuse the tension. That was the nicest, most aggressive falling <laughs> that in love was I've so ever. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Which makes me think that he does get her. Yeah because mm-hmm. we don't always get her and we a lot of us think I couldn't be in a relationship like that it's quite volatile yeah but I think he gets that she means well or yeah he, and, and he and he sort of is able to hand, like I said before about having someone who's high maintenance she's high maintenance in a different way of like her emotions or her anger anger management or yeah. whatever yeah. yeah but he seems to be a real calming influence well I've been quite critical of, of Tasha being in inverted commas fiery Mm. (laughs) and have defended Arthur quite a few times but definitely on that occasion she was right to be pissed off just let let her have let them have their time of 
answering the questions, or, just... especially after you've made a series of jokes that haven't gone over well. Yeah. People have told you to <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah, you, you know? know people are not really on board with you right now. <laughs> yeah. so just have a moment yeah. to yourself. <laughs> I also thought the way that she was fiery there was much more controlled. Yes. And she was like, this is what you've done. This is why it's not appropriate. Everyone else has had their turn. Please can have my turn. And mm. it wasn't like aggressive hands in someone's face. Well, yeah, it wasn't yeah. No, like, and it wasn't like name calling. It which... wasn't name calling. And it was like a fiery side that Paul probably quite respected of like yeah. maintaining her boundaries or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And Arthur stayed really quiet. I know. He didn't say <laughs> That did shut him up actually, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was funny though. Um, they had that question as well, didn't they? Of... Uh, of the other uh, couples oh yeah who's gonna last five years five months five oh, days whatever it was that. and Paul said right he I'll, tried to I'll be go <laughs> actually I've just realised they weren't in it because they were doing it no they weren't in it right, yeah, yeah yeah so Paul sort of said well I'll go and you just let me know if you don't agree <laughs> as if to protect her no that was because sweet. we know how things perhaps have been with some members of the group but then Tasha was just straight well I think that five years that five years she just was straight in, in there wasn't she she's not yeah. bothered and who that came, was quite fun who came bottom was it Arthur and Laura Arthur and Laura five minutes yeah was it five minutes and then going back up it was then Ella JJ, and JJ, JJ. Matt, and Eric, Adri- Matt and Adrienne no I think they were higher I think then it was really? Jordan oh, Erica, and Erica yeah oh really because oh, distance, distance, distance yeah distance. Then Matt and then the highest was Peggy and George mm. and this is what I do not get about Peggy and George like you cannot call it last week we thought they were both going to write leave God, now they're I being voted the strongest couple oh we haven't even said that that like I was relatively confident that they were going to leave or yeah. one of them had put leave at least at least one of them put leave <laughs> at the commitment ceremony so I was stunned that they, so that they stayed. And then it's gone so well since then. But honestly, it's the reunion coming up next week. I don't know how long there is between the final <laughs> vows and the reunion. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I'd guesstimate that it's probably four to five hours. But <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be amazing if it was like a decade? And we didn't know, we didn't know that this was filmed in like 2013. And oh, then wow. we're like, who's still together? <laughs> It'd explain those phones. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Final week coming up. Oh my god! We've almost made it. What am I going to do with all my evenings? Take up knitting. (laughs) (laughs) And what are you going to do on a Tuesday and Friday? No, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start a Twitch account, (gasps) and I'm going to start slut dropping (laughs) in my corner of my room. (laughs) Kids, don't come in. (laughs) Mummy's filming. This is how mummy buys your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be the first three weddings on Monday. I believe we've got Laura and Arthur, George and Peggy, Jordan and Erica. Yeah. So right. pr- predictions. Oh. Well, I do think both... I think Erica and Jordan will both put stay. Me too. Okay. Uh, do they put stay? No. I Whatever do. I do, say they're going to yeah. stay together yeah. in yeah. their vows. I think they will. I think she has her doubts, which she did voice at the yeah. dinner party. We didn't talk about that. She did voice her doubts of like, do, it, does he have all the qualities you'd look for in a long-term partner? And you could see her thinking like, sort of. Mm. Yeah. And she worded it in a way to sort of placate him. Yeah. But I think they will both write. I do or I'll stay or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they write. <laughs> <I'm a pyro. laughs> Get a trophy. Um, I think they'll both stay. Yeah, okay. I do. I, yeah, I agree. Recommit. With, I, I agree with that. Yeah, recommit. Recommit. George and Peggy. 
too hard to call because I well, think <laughs> well no because I think either one of them could pull the carpet out from the yeah. other is that an expression <laughs> I get all my expressions it's a rug rug either, <laughs> either one of them could clean the carpet either one of them could take the donkey out for a walk <laughs> and we wouldn't have a clue which bird in the hand was which because I think it would depend how they woke up that morning <laughs> I do. I, no, I do genuinely think because I think George could just come to the end of his tether. Say they, I've had enough of if this. If there was a weird afternoon the afternoon before or whatever. And I think Peggy could be not stringing him along, but she could be like, do I actually want to be with this guy? And uh-huh. she could, mm. I think they could shock us. Mm. I think one of them could say no. I, I'm undecided. But I, yeah, I, I, I did think last night we spoke about and I said, I think they'll both recommit. I'm leaning so towards... I'm, so I'm going to stick with that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, That's I think prediction. they probably will, but I'm looking for a little bit of final draw. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think they probably will, but then whether that extends to the reunion... It's all well and good, but yeah. that, that's the same for all of them, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because we've said Erica and Jordan might. Jo- I gave Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> Erica and Jordan might say yes, but if we fast forward and it's six months to the reunion, the distance between yeah. them and the maturity levels of whatever yes. might not have yeah. actually manifested into a yes. relationship. Mm-hmm. And Laura and Arthur, I think, no. would be the. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, I think no. no. No, I don't I think... know what Arthur will write. But I think Laura will say go. I've, yeah. I've run. I think Arthur's energy was so. I'm fucking done with it. It felt like that, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. I'm going to smash my wine. <laughs> yeah. Like, say some shit. These people need to loosen up. I did a poll about like were Arthur's I saw jokes, it. <laughs> yeah. and I saw the result. But yeah, poorly timed bad jokes, or do the group need to relax? Did it on Instagram? Did it on Twitter? the majority of people think the group needs to fucking relax yeah. which I'm kind of surprised about well it just goes to show that his jokes aren't bad it's just they're, they're landing with the wrong partner yes mm. and in the wrong at the wrong time vibe yeah. yeah he's not like he doesn't do like bigoted jokes or anything like that they're just well not that we saw no not that I do I do wonder what we didn't see because they were really unimpressed with him <laughs> Was he getting a bit slurry? Yeah. yeah. I'd love it if he'd, if he'd just gone into his Jim Davidson material. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's us for this week then. I don't know why I feel emotionally exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why. It's weird. It's, it's, I said started this by saying, I can't remember now. It's so long ago when we started recording. Maybe, maybe it wasn't <laughs> it's in the... It's dark outside. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it wasn't in the intro that since Thomas and Ross left that it's felt a bit flatter but I don't know we've had a lot to talk about yeah I do miss them though (laughs) (laughs) how do you miss them already yeah because I felt like they added a little bit of like sincerity or like like Peggy and George sorry I'm starting again (laughs) Peggy and George were voted by the group to last the longest as a couple yeah and they're absolutely volatile and I don't believe in them as a couple yeah and so for them to be voted the strongest I guess mm. Tasha and Paul weren't in the ranking. Yeah. But I do miss Thomas and Ross. Oh, Yeah. We see them at the reunion. <laughs> <laughs> so just a reminder, we've got the Coercive Control special with Mel Schilling coming out on Sunday. So please give that a listen and spread it around. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's an appropriate way. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, until then... Goodbye from me, Omar Abid. Mm, that was a very dramatic pause. <laughs> Goodbye from me, Sarah Glock. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye from me, Clalim Rabid. I'm a hell of a woman. <laughs> are you sure, oh, Omar? You are a hell of a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs>